This is Fam Electric Ghost, and we are live on the air with Ezra. And this is our second or third interview, I think. <laughs> I think it's actually our third. And it's the first uh, video interview we've ever done with her. Uh, and we're live um, from New Hampshire and New Zealand. So we're happy to have you on the show again. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be back. Now, we're going to be um, showing a complete video of your latest song, Angels in Disguise. Um, demons on display and we're going to talk about how you produced it and how you how you created the song because we like to show your work first so we're going to actually cue it up so it's we can see it and then we'll um we'll put you on mute and then we'll talk to you about the whole process of doing a video and creating this new song all right so yeah right now so let me cue it up and let's go cool it's tough to walk the road as an artist just starting out. It's hard to win the respect of people. But when you do, even if it's one person, boy, you sure feel like a million bucks. That the fight has been worth it. Worth it because you share a story like they do. You love what you do. You want to share it with the world. To be honest, it's probably not my style. The world, it is busy. The world has other things to do. And it can be here, on this part of the journey that can feel so lonely, so isolating. Should I keep trying? Can my voice be heard? My art is not silent. Even if sometimes I am. Try to turn away. Oh, so sad. 
angels getting in my goddamn way. Hey. Aren't you supposed to be playing a show? We're back um, on the air, and uh, that was a great video. I really, um, it's a really interesting concept the way you integrated like a storyline um, in like a romance, like or some kind of situ situation <laughs> in um, in in the story. So maybe you can kind of talk about how you developed it and um, and your your um, your feelings about how you how you put it together and what you were trying to convey. Because I understand how I felt, but. Um, want to hear your your um, your take on it sure well the concept behind the music video i um i understand that for a lot of like um smaller artists coming up it can be quite a challenge in a number of ways so i wanted to kind of um put for the i wanted to put in the fact that of playing live shows to not many people sometimes to begin with so like there wasn't many people in, in the in the in the theater room and some of them were disinterested or disengaged. Um, and I wanted, I, I kind of created these characters that would, you know, yawn during my song and um, just kind of feel disengaged or disinterested because it's kind of hard to, you know, muster up support sometimes for what you do and the art that you create, especially when you're um, sort of just starting out. And so I wanted to formulate that. I also wanted to bring in the idea of the romance being like sometimes relationships can be um, a little bit, uh, they, they can be controlling at times. Maybe they can be somewhat toxic or maybe even it's a relationship with like maybe a manager or another higher up than you. And they can put you into some vulnerable situations when you're, um, when you're sort of trying to, trying to extend your career. I've had a few personally, a few um, a few moments in my own kind of walk um, in life where I've sort of been um, just, you know, put in a vulnerable situation um, I, for, for what, I, what I had to offer. And so I just wanted to draw on those experiences and bring them into my, my music video. Um, and, 
and so I I mean I had a great cast I had a great great a great team around me and I really enjoyed doing that music video at the theater and and it was it was fun and my own dream come true so yeah so you're you're an actress too right or an actor you, you you're in, you 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 do acting so that did that help that must help a lot when you put together something like this video yeah I, it did because i um myself and josiah the director we wrote it out scene by scene and i drew it out um actually bit by bit on so i story storyboarded it out um yeah and and then thought about like the concepts of like the some of the emotion that we would portray just using our eyes, obviously it's not, um, sans, for the majority of that video clip, it's sans dialogue, so there's there's no speaking, but we, you know, we can convey a lot with just how our body language is and our emotions and our eyes. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's the actor capabilities. There's so much you can do with your eyes, you know, when you watch a, a professional actor, it's just, you know, what is not said. It's that's like, right. The whole thing, you know, from Hitchcock to, you know, to Tarantino to like Scorsese, you can tell like when you see a great film director, it's like it's the silence, it's the mm. actor not even speaking. It's like their actions and a lot of things with your eyes. And I really love how the video starts with you on the street, um, and then like you're kind of talking this narrative, um, and it's and then the whole the concept with the like toxic or codependent relationship. Um, that's that's really cool. I mean, I, I like a lot. Of, there seems like a lot of film ideas, um, and uh, so when you wrote the song, um, what what's like the whole? Is this part of a bigger project? Is this an independent single of any other project? At the moment, this is an independent single. Uh, I have multiple like songs that I'm working on. Um, I've got another song that I've completed that I'm, I'm basically near releasing as well. But this, the song itself um, was actually conceptualized. A band approached me that was touring South America at the time, and they wanted me to write some uh, music for their band. So I sat down and I, I, I wrote, I started just working on some melodies to begin with, because how I start with songwriting is just melodies. Um, and I kind of came up with this, this sort of melody and this concept of um, angels and demons, um, sort of the conflicting emotion, the duality of, yeah. of, uh, of you know, the hu human heart has a duality about it. You know, we have positive and negative. We have conflicting emotion. And I kind of wanted to say, hey, this is the angel side and then there's a demon side as well. Um, it can be quite complicated with, you know, with, and, and I think we even interact with the world um, in that same way with a du duality about us sometimes. We feel like we're our true selves, and other times we feel like we're hiding behind masks or things. So I, I just wanted to play with that duality in the song uh, when I wrote it. Yeah, it's the concept behind the song. I guess there's a lot of duality about you know the wrestle of your heart and and uh, the wrestle of relationship too, because it can be good and it can be bad and it can test you. <laughs> so I wanted to bring that into my music video as well just being like the wrestle of of like wanting to be loved wanting to do something um something awesome but at the same time also experiencing both positive and negative from that you know like walking down the street and handing out my flyers like come to my show um come to my Israel music show and some of the guys guys like nah and then the other guys say yeah okay i'll come 
And so yeah. like you're getting both responses. And um, I think that is a part of life is always you have that, that the angel side and you have the demon side. Yeah. Yeah. Duality is something I like to play with. Cause I, I, you know, I started my work as a poet and right. I spent a lot of time with the Victorian poetry, like William Blake. He's one of my favorite poets, you know, and that, yeah. that there's a lot of duality in what he's doing with because he's dealing with like heaven and hell and, and, and the kind of, you know, if you ever get into Blake, it's like a lot of what I did was like, how can I take that William Blake feel and have that duality and have that kind of you know, Victorian uh, idea of romance and yes. put it like electronic music is what I've been trying to do. Wow. <laughs> so I yeah. totally get what you're doing. And it's something that I do even with my um, alter ego, Josephine Electric. She's like the female side of myself. And right. my lead singer is not me, it's this other me. Wow. <laughs> so that's that's kind of what I do. Um, so I totally appreciate what you're doing in your video. And so th did you end up taking that song back? Because you said you were working on it for another band. So is that, is that the band working with you on that? Or do you, did you uh, actually, Yeah, I actually just ended up, I, I wrote it and I thought, well, I kind of like that a lot of that melody. I think I'll just keep it for myself. So, <laughs> um, I am, um, yeah. So I just like tracked it um, and began kind of like fleshing it out. Um, and yeah, so it was, it was, so it did was you good. Do it in the studio that you're in right now? Is that where you put it together? Yes, actually, yes. Yeah, actually, I do. I need to release some videos that I've got of me just kind of. Uh, just tra just tracking it, yeah, just recording it, and um, yeah, I've got a few of those, so I look forward to releasing them. Now that it's out, I can kind of release some of those behind-the-scenes um, videos, so yeah, about putting the song together, and which I think will be kind of interesting in itself. Yeah, because yeah, there's so many musicians because of uh, COVID, um, you know, you, you're lucky, you, like like myself, I we both have home studios, and um, yeah. And then we have a lot of control. And it is, yeah. is, 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 is when you got into songwriting and production, you decided to build your own studio. Is that because you want to have that much control over your sound? <laughs> uh, no, I look, I've, I don't actually, yeah, I, I, I like having control over the artistic side of it. However, um, over the sound, I feel like. From a technical perspective, we need a lot of, yeah, we still need a lot of uh, of um, help to come in and just even just help us out because it's, I've I've been finding recently that um, I really hard. appreciate being in the flesh with people, yeah, and so I've 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 found it like yeah that I want to be in the same room with them while I kind of create so oh, so um, going back into the studio is still something you like to actually be with a producer in a studio situation with other musicians <laughs> yeah I think that's the way I'm heading because of the fact that there are a lot of people who are a lot better than me um with everything they do and so I want to kind of draw off draw off them as well as like you know I think sometimes a collaborative power you can just actually come up with more writing and more um you know if, if you generally know what you're doing and you've got some experience you can yeah. actually just come up come up with more um and yeah especially after working even just on set with my music video back back 
a few months ago with the yeah. team, I realized how much I miss being Courage. with people. Yeah. yeah, and that I love being with people in the flesh. So yeah, this whole um, COVID thing has been sort of positive and negative as well. Is um, it because... getting easier to do that now because of the vaccines and because of things now? Is it, is it better in like, you know, a year and a half ago? Like uh, we were, were kind of stuck in, in our bubbles. Are you able to actually, yeah, you, you did the video, you did the album, the song. Yeah. Are, are you able to go out more? Uh, yes, now we've just come out of actually of our own lockdown again. Um, I live in an area where the lockdown isn't been as severe. So in Auckland, okay. uh, yeah, they're still in lockdown, like the severest lockdown, like you can't leave your home. I, I was, I've just been in that, um, like last month I was in that lockdown. So, uh, yeah, we've, we're back to, um, we're back to social distancing, um, and masks and, and just like a real push for vaccines. So when I actually shot the video clip, it was sort of, it was in between those time periods. So it was like slightly after, after the first round of COVID and then we've got the and then it's just before it hit the Delta variant. So I did it in the, in the, <laughs> I yeah, got in there. Know, you got this is quiet. Yeah. But, but I think it's interesting because um, as a solo artist, you always have that kind of uh, like struggle that like you can do a lot of stuff yourself, right? Yeah. It's, um, you know, the engineering or even a producer can come in and kind of change your mind because like if you're just caught up with all your own reference tapes and all your stuff around mm. you, you kind of like, well, I kind of need another opinion, right? And that's why you want, yeah. you want the recording engineer. You maybe want another collaborator. Exactly. To kind of say, you know, what you think. I think what is really weird is sometimes what you think, you know, works. Well, that the producer said, well, that really doesn't work. And then what you didn't think works, actually, they think is the best thing. <laughs> yeah. So that's why you have to have like other people. Mm. Uh, and I think also like I've been in bands and I really love being in like, you know, like rock traditional rock band setups. Like where I was the keyboardist and there was a bass player and a drummer. And there's so much like I could come up with a demo because I'm a songwriter. So I come up with everything with the drums and everything come in. But then once once I got there in the drummer and the bass player and a guitar player, they gonna they changed what I wrote and they made it better because they're like, well, a bass player is going to play bass better than what I do on my Moog. And my drum machine is probably gonna. If a professional drummer plays it, he's gonna get a different feel. He's for sure, for sure. And so that that kind of I love working when I'm in a band situation because yeah. uh, it just gives you so much. You know what your original idea kind of blossoms into something else. Mm, um, mm. I feel like even when you're a solo artist, like your producer can kind of have that effect of like working with a band or bringing studio musicians to kind of feel things out. Um, so it's just, it's just interesting, you know, because of COVID, we kind of been, a lot of people have been stuck doing single person opera, you know. Yes. <laughs> yes. So yeah. Awesome. And the feedback too, the one thing I like to ask is like, if you have been an actress and, and, and you, you performed live before, but I think we talked about how you performed live. Have you tried to do like online performance and what are your feelings about the kind of feedback? Because I've talked to a lot of musicians in the last year and when they do online, they're kind of frustrated because they can't really feel the crowd. Is that something that is a problem for you? Well, because I haven't done it yet. Oh, yeah. uh, I, I don't know. So, yeah. um, I mean, I know that when I do 
live in front of a crowd. I really enjoy the crowd. So I really like, actually, I just really enjoy it. Mind you though, in some of the live settings that I've been in, I haven't been able to see that. It's like the lights are so bright on stage. You can't see the, people, you can't can't see the crowd. And so, well, you, you, yeah, <laughs> that's funny. When that I guess happens. you can hear them, but you can't see them. So I hadn't thought about that. Because I've always yeah. been smaller in New York or Boston. I can actually see people. Uh, right. Three 400-seat clubs so you can actually see the reactions. And, you know, if you're a player, like I'm a keyboard player, so if I see people digging, then, then I kind of dig, go dive into it even more. Yeah, kind yeah. of rea reacting i think all musicians kind of react off the feedback you get so yeah. if you see people digging what you're doing then you kind of go into it more you get into a zone yeah yeah when you're doing online it was like what i found is i do a lot of online is i just kind of get into my own zone i, yeah. I decide well i'm not going to worry about how people are interpreting it. i'm just kind of kind of get so into the song that i kind of get into a state that my own song is giving me my own energy yeah, and I think that's if you do online, you kind of have to do that rather than trying to wonder why well, they they get it. Because if you keep on doing that, you're going to not really get into what you're trying to do. <laughs> totally. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, definitely, online is something I want to I want to try um, because I just think it also helps to, you know, just let Engage people in a little bit more. Yeah, like let them come into what I'm doing just a little bit more uh, rather than just hiding away which i kind of like to do as well which isn't yeah. great but I think yeah you get, into, you get into your cave of your of your of your um artistic you no know, you know zone and that's uh, right and then you kind of like okay well i don't think what's bad about it is like i well i don't know i'm digging what i'm doing but like maybe that's not, i'm the only one <laughs> so, so i love to do online like concerts where i actually my new recording method is I'll go online and just do stream of consciousness uh, and, and do something for like an hour. And it kind of drives my new material because I'll go yeah. off and do a concert from my home studio and it, I don't even have a plan. I just go off and then, then I, I tape it and then I go back and I like, like Frank Zappa, I go pull things out of it or pull things from another one. And that becomes my creative process because it kind of forced myself to be live and I don't have to, like if you're in the studio, you can keep on going back and cutting in and pasting and trying to make it perfect. But if you go live, you kind of got to deal with what you did. Yeah. And then, yeah. And you kind of see what happens. And so a lot of magic can happen if you've been playing a while and you, and you push yourself to be in a live situation. It's, it's kind of cool. So I, I found that that's like my new creative. Process. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could understand how it actually creates creativity because they, um, I have done a few songs live, <laughs> what they call like free songs, yeah, and, and and yeah, like free freestyle, um, and it sort of comes out of I guess jamming, yeah. you know that sort of thing, and and it's great because they birth some really creative stuff, and you can just draw on that and you can kind of piece it together later and then kind of. Uh, refine it and actually go okay well that was a five minute song get it down to three minutes or whatever like you can actually just work on it and refine it but it's got to start somewhere right the, the creative the writing side of songs has got to start somewhere and yeah so it's like when you wrote this song was it something that was like pen on the paper first or were you getting a groove and then you kind of came up with it but you said you were given an idea from another band and that kind of started it 
But did you uh, have like lyrics in mind or did you kind of? Uh, they, yeah, they didn't actually give me anything. They just liked, heard some previous stuff that I had done. And uh, so I just went away and I just uh, did what basically we've been saying is I kind of just hummed over some melodies and just started singing some melody out and, mm. and kind of start from there. And for me, uh, it's a mixture of, of uh, to form a song at its grassroots is definitely a mixture of uh, getting the uh, having like a, a concept or like a the, like a lyric that I'm thinking about, mm-hmm. or or and then a melody like um, as well. So uh, just if, if if my guitarist also is if he's playing like a um, a um, beautiful chord progression, I'll be like, is anybody using that? Can I you know sing over the top of that? Is that already in another song and uh you know it's like oh no and then i'll just maybe just sing something over the top of it and i'll be like how do you feel about that do you like that what i'm doing um and yeah we kind of just create that but i find that i like to journal or i like to diary um every day so i like to be always writing oh, every day a journal like a poetry a lyric book yeah, yeah, like just a, um, just a poetry book or just how I'm feeling because I'll go back sometimes to that and I'll be like, man, I've been really thinking about this particular social situation or, um, yeah, and and kind of draw from that. So uh, I, it's good to keep writing or just a, having a poetry book by your side or something like that because you you need it <laughs> when it comes yeah. to lyrics. I think yeah. it's interesting because I was um, watching a documentary with Tom Petty, right? And he he had this habit of like just kind of scatting and vocalizing something. It wasn't even lyrics. Like he'd be with the full band and then he'd kind of just like sing, like not words, but like a melody in a kind of scat, like, you know, like you were saying, without the actual lyrics, just to yeah. get the melody line. So it's yes. just a vocalization that kind of created like the, the actual chorus yeah. or the melody, but it's not words. And then he would fo- later focus on the words. And yeah. he would say like, you know what? He he would just like stream of conscious the words and then think like the first take, well, that's bad. I'm not going to use that. And then he'd go back and like, oh, like Jimmy Avine, Avine um, he, the producer, he's like, yeah, that's the best one. The first mm-hmm. one you did is the best one, so it's kind of it's kind of strange. Like sometimes, like what you you can kind of agonize when you're creating a song and you keep on the why the first thing can't be the best thing, or the yeah, second. Yeah, thing. Like, It's got to be like the hundredth thing that you come up with, and then you find out that maybe the intention of that first couple of takes feels like actually closer to the truth of what you were trying to do. Yeah. Yeah, it's so true because you've got the feeling behind it too and the performance and the heart and that's yeah, captured nice. and that's what's so important, yeah. Yeah, I think what happens as an artist is sometimes you start like backing away from the honesty of what you did. Maybe <laughs> yeah. you're scared of it. You kind of scare yourself. It's like, well, maybe I was revealing too much and you try to hide from it and then end up being, end up being degrading what it originally was. And then yeah. you have to have the conf- confidence to kind of say, well, you know what? maybe this version is the right one mm. <laughs> um, yeah it's so important to keep open like during the whole process eh? i think that's what i've been finding is just keeping open with like you know other people's feedback but also just like you know how i'm feeling at the time do you feel and, like yeah maybe go ahead 
I was just going to say that acting has actually really helped me with my music and my songwriting too, because it's just helped me open up and actually just to really just, um, really just be like, I feel this and I am free to feel it. I think I grew up in from, I came from a reasonably, uh, society does this to you, it expects you to act a certain way, or maybe uh, you had a religious background and it expects certain things of you to, to act a certain way and you're not allowed to feel certain feelings. Yeah. Uh, and, and then sort of like songwriting, the, it, it's sort of like each song I hope to undo myself a little bit more. So mm -hmm. it's kind of like acting, it's like, it's like, okay, I may sound a little bit like the together in this song, but you know, my next song, I'm just hoping to completely just keep on being more honest with my expression, more open with my artistry and just keep on revealing just a little bit more about myself every single time I create a song. And for me, that is a success story because I'm actually, I'm actually delving into the heart that I have rather than kind of keeping myself at a distance from my own heart. So yeah that's my acting has definitely helped to bring that out a bit more which has been interesting but i think i like i love about the video because the video kind of shows why i yeah i love singer songwriters is because you show in your video this kind of you know vulnerability and, and you show the, the 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 depth of the story and they can they have that the, the, the kind of toxic relationship you kind of got the fear the rejection from when people don't want to come to your show and then people not paying attention. And so you have got all a lot of things that like, you know, artists are kind of, you know, obsessing about in their head when they're writing, you know, yeah. are people going to love what I'm doing? You know, people, yeah. do they love me? You know, do it, it, it's all that. And I think it's a great thing about being a singer songwriter is it's like you. And, and maybe that's a bad thing too, because then you kind of have to like, how much of you do you put in your song and how much, how much of it is like Dylan creating a character? Like a lot of times Bob Dylan would create these characters and everybody assumed they're him, right? But he creates all the, and even Springsteen would do that. He created all the, all these characters, like, like a novelist, but then everybody who, who listens like, well, that's probably really him. Right. <laughs> so, so, it's, it's a, so as a songwriter, you're kind of always like wondering like, well, how much of that am I going to show the world? Mm. But make the song, the best song you can be. You kind of have to put yourself bare a little bit. You I do. Think. Yeah, really, or it comes off being maybe, you know, certain genres you don't have to be that honest, like in dance or disco or something that's more beat driven. You don't have to be super honest. You can kind of create a fantasy, um, but if you're gonna do something more, more kind of to the heart, then then it's gonna reveal more of you, right? Mm, mm. Yeah, totally, and that's that's. Yeah, that's exactly it. And and how much do you want to reveal and how scary that is at the time? <laughs> and and yeah, different characters. I mean I think there's a there's an essence of everybody in the characters they create. So like even if you create a character, you've still got, you know, a little bit of yourself in there for sure. And um but like I said, that's the that's also again the duality of ourselves. Um that we carry so so many different almost different versions of ourselves. Um, yeah. The mask you wear, you know, you like, you have this idea of like, you know, the social mask that you put on, everybody has like this other me. And yeah. I'm kind of focused on that. It's like really deep in my work is this idea of the other me, which manifests itself in Josephine Electric. 
she so she's like that's not me <laughs> but it is me <laughs> so, yeah yeah so the idea of it and then they being able to have the the duality of taking the female part of myself and putting it in on in front but it's a lot of me and i'm free to kind of take a different you know view of myself um by by creating josephine is like this is feeling in that way and i think a lot of artists is like okay well how much of a character i'm going to create if you think about like bowie you know he would create like ziggy or the lad insane or then white duke and it's you know a different version of himself you know from being a space alien to being this kind of dude or, or being this kind of androgynous dude or whatever he's like he's creating all these weird images but they are like how much of it is him and how much it isn't him and he he would get in the character and he would stay in character like <laughs> i heard during the ziggy phase he actually stayed in character like even when he was off stage he, well, he didn't he didn't get out of it <laughs> um, oh wow but like it just seems like some sometimes you can take it that far as an artist because you feel like well that's going to give me my authentic work you know? <laughs> yeah so how much yeah. do, you, do you have like a stage persona that you feel when you go on stage or when you're in the video you, as an actor you put yourself into that kind of zone to be that person that represents that song um i mean like yeah i i think that i i feel like i'm sort of the same yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just follow my heart with how I feel at the time. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's I mean, the image was, of who you are at that moment. Yeah, who I am at that moment. I mean, when I was, like, as just thinking about when, when you're a child, when you're a little, a little kid, you know, you play so many different parts and characters and you make up stories and you, you, you when you're a child, they tend to think about, you know, being a certain character. And uh, and so it is like, in a sense, being an artist is like being a child uh, for me. And it's the innocence and the playfulness of like, let's just try this and let's just let's just create this. And you want to be in this place? It's it is, yeah. I most like liken it to being like a child or like childlike, um, playful in nature, and yeah, and not being and and sort of coming back to that innocence, coming back to that like wide-eyed wonder of a child because like sometimes when you get to an adult you get all cynical and like life yeah. is hard and of course it is hard and you are met sometimes with you know the difficulties of life and 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 like that video shows you know maybe a bit of rejection and and that but however you know the the, the state of it the state of creating is like being a bit like childlike in nature and yeah. and coming coming back yeah. to that yeah i think being a, being a musician like a lot of times people will say or when you're gonna grow up, right? You know, because when I was in bands like bar bands and stuff, and you know, people were like, "Well, you know, that's like a that's like you know, when when are you gonna get out of that?" It's like people always think, but like, well, you can't really be serious that you're gonna you're gonna stay in that. But like as a musician, it's like you know, it's kind of like yeah, you are. It kind of brings youth to you. I mean, I'm, yeah. like, I'm 54. Wow, and, I didn't think and, that. <laughs> yeah, and music makes me feel like not my age. Because yeah. I, I do, especially the kind of music I do is stuff that people who are like way younger than I am are into. Like the EDM, techno, trance, electronica stuff I'm doing is like not really from my age group. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. 
And so when I do that, people, they don't think I'm as old. And it really, the music makes me young because it makes me kind of childlike, like you're saying. Yeah. I think because you're willing to do things that, like you said, if you grew up in a religious background, you know, the idea of doing Josephine Electric, people are like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's like the idea of, um, you know, gender bending or, or genre bending or trying something different, being experimental. Like you, based on whatever your background, you might be more reluctant. You might have walls. You have to break through to get to that, like artistic capability. Um, yes. And I think uh, being an actress or, or actor or musician or artist, you can access those things that people say you probably shouldn't. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's and right. Think, that's exactly what I like to do. And the, one thing I wanted to uh, get into a little bit, like in that scene where you're kind of choking your love interest that that's interesting like can they have that kind of like power dynamic that you're taking control because they yeah. were kind of he seemed to be kind of being judgmental of what you were doing that's right and it came back at him way harder than most people would expect <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think that is the nature of um the danger of uh you know, there's this saying that hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, there. <laughs> yeah, and and I just, I, I think I just wanted to really portray, you know, when people have been, oh, I mean, like, I'm not saying I want to kill people. But <laughs> that's terrible. But uh, like, truly, if people have been really mean to you, like, and you've been bullied or hurt or manipulated, controlled, or you've been in a toxic relationship, man, sometimes you just want to like you just yeah, feel like that you may not act on it but you certainly feel like it and at the end of the day that was a dream sequence that i had so like yeah. in, in a sense I, I i fantasized about like just you like being this bigger power obviously if i was to verse him in real life his name's harry he's actually really big and he's really <laughs> strong yeah, i probably could not over yeah, I could not overpower him probably in real life. Um, but you know, it's kind of like this, like a dominatrix kind of really aggressive. Yeah. Thing. And it's kind yeah. of, I think that's cool. I like to play with that in my music. I try to act like my other self is like a dominatrix. Yeah, yeah. Take power over like corporate raiders and people trying to push down her her existence. And, and so then she control has control in a different type of setting and she just carries herself in that way um but yeah i just think people are always looking for a way to exercise control over their lives because like a lot of times you know things are out of control especially with like today or covid you can't do what you want to do yeah the government tells yeah. you you can't do this you have to do this you gotta do this <laughs> and so then it's like if you're an artist it's like i see a lot of artists like rebelling being in a rebellious state because they're like oh, hey like the whole reason I'm an artist is because I want to be, do what I want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly yeah. that that freedom. Um, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I was having this dream sequence in the song that I'm just like, yeah, this is what I'd actually like to do to you, um, <laughs> strangle you. Um, but uh, yeah, and then you know, wake up sort of from the drink. He's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's kind of like, yeah. I like that kind of content because like, I'm a big fan of like Lou Reed and the Velvets. And the cool thing about like the Velvet Underground is they they took on topics in a song that you normally didn't do. Mm -hmm. Like Venus and Furs and like waiting for the man. Like it's not a love song. It's like, yeah. or 
it's like he, he Lou was able to take on things like Dylan take, took on things. And I just like it when singer songwriters kind of go out of the norm and don't just do what is expected in a song. Mm, mm. Like, you know, and then in your video, which is, is like you have all this reality kind of in the dream sequences and, and, and it's really cool the, the, a lot of the film techniques you used. Um, mm. Which you know, a lot of times today in this kind of beat-focused world, we just get into somebody trying to make a fantasy about something, but it's like kind of typical uh, topics. Maybe topics have been done over and over and over. <laughs> and, and I like the fact that you kind of went inside yourself and then presented it. And, and I think that's the whole point of being a singer-songwriter is to kind of do that. Kind of mm -hmm. which is and it make people you know see the beauty in it and i i, mm -hmm. I think you're able to do that and it's really impressive yeah thank you thank I mean, you it makes yeah. me want to see that character again it makes me want to see a, a continuation of that story <laughs> yeah yeah i mean honestly i just feel like there's so much more that um i can do and, and offer and and bring up with that sort of character and that whole concept of of um being sort of weak and then being strong or, or like the domineering one or being able to put <laughs> an I end imagine a to... short film or a whole movie based on that whole that one video yeah i, I, yeah. I see how you could take that and actually turn it into a full project either yeah. like a short film like a 30 minute like they used to do when mtv yeah. videos <laughs> <laughs> you know you could actually see this being like a 30 minute video like a, like yeah. a thriller you'd see it being it could, back in the day people could do that because that was the focus you know kind of showing my age but um when yeah when videos we're on on mtv instead of like not videos <laughs> yeah but uh yeah because i like to see musicians actually be able to be creative in that way you know? yeah yeah and i think that's why i i you know i tend to really like with the team i worked with you know we were just all about just um, sort of doing the best we can and um, having fun and having freedom to explore these things. And I think everybody needs the freedom to explore, um, especially in the artistic realm. It also, like, you know, with nowadays, you're talking about, like, having having longer aspects to, you know, film or, or music videos that are longer in length. You know, we live in this, um, a lot of our videos and content today are quite it's quite small like 15 Pretty seconds short. to 30 yeah, seconds yeah. yeah yeah and so i think uh for me personally like the challenge to do both to be able to do small bits that are kind of captivating or entertaining or something as well as being able to venture off into maybe short films uh yeah. creating short films or longer longer films even maybe full feature films would be really amazing to do one day um they take a bit of work but um that yeah. would be That'd be great I would, to get into. I would, I would watch it because I think you you were you're a very good actor. Um, oh, thank I, you. I like yeah. I can see it when you in your eyes and how you your movement. You've got it. You know, some people have it and they don't. You have it. And uh, thank you. It would be really cool to see, like your purple rain. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like because because I can see it. Because I can see that you could you could you have the idea. And that, that five minute video shows that you, I really feel you can extend that, but that's, that's, you know, and maybe you won't have another. Thank you. Different, but Thank that, you. 
that's a really awesome thing. And I'm, you know, I, like I said, I'm from the age where I like that. Like I'm, I'm a guy that I, I listen to albums. I don't just yeah. listen to playlists. I, if I listen, I listen to your whole like body of work to get yeah, the feel wow. of what you're doing. Yeah, because that's to me is like one song's not enough. But we have you know, we're in this age where people you know have two minute songs, um, <laughs> and I kind of like I'm in the age I'm from the age where people had like you know twelve minute, fifteen minute song, twenty minute song from like a Yes or Genesis. It took the whole side of the record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, you know, that, that's where I come from. So I'm like, everything that's like less than that, I'm like, okay, it's over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah. It's, it's, I, an, I it. it's a different age. <laughs> it, it is. It is. It's um, perhaps like maybe it's good to do both. Uh, from my perspective, it'd be like, yeah, let's just put out those two minute songs. I've got, I've got five minute songs. Um, yeah, and so I've I've done. I try and do both. <laughs> yeah, I try, like I try and do both. Beat, beat like dance, like oriented songs. Have I tried dance da da dance songs? Yeah. yeah, yeah, like techno EDM kind of feel, or to that, get to that audience, like doing voice overs on on things that uh, are like rap or techno or EDM or trance. Just to get that audience, because I've I've seen people who have really good vocalists jump in and do vocalizations on like EDM top liners, yeah, yeah. Just top lines, and you know, really not songs, but maybe just like vocalizations on top. Yeah, of I would love to do more of that. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I've just I like just yeah, if somebody wants to use me to um, do some like sort of those vocals. Um, in, in EDM or whatever, that'd be so cool. Yeah, that'd be great. I'd like to do that. I just need yeah, to know the produ producers who kind of work <laughs> with yeah, with that sort of genre. Yeah, well, a lot of them, they're, they're, they're producers or they're musicians or, you know, synthesis engineers, you know, but they, they can't sing. And so they're dependent on features. Yeah. Um, so they have to bring in as many features. And a lot of them are hip-hop focused. But I, li I, I like, I've been listening to a lot of, like, you know, German and, uh, music from you know from Iceland and Australia that's got these kind of elements of taking in maybe even soul singers, okay, and doing like like old, old school like Temptation, Four Top, you know, Delphonic type vocals on top of like something like an EDM because I love the genre bend and I think that's yeah. kind of cool if somebody takes in like a seventies soul vocal on top of an EDM or trance beat, then that that's a little different. You know, Kanye West has played with that, and we've had other people do stuff like that. But um, I think it's it's kind of cool cross genre stuff. But that's that's what I'm into. But <laughs> yeah, I I totally agree. Um, I just have to find the, you know, yeah, I just have to connect with the right producers with. that actually know how to like sort of bring those who who specialize in those genres, you yeah. know, like that are more than just like for me, like four on the floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Um, yeah, it's it's finding the right people to work with and, you know, vibing with them. So, yeah. Are I mean, you working I've, with people right now on features, on other stuff that's coming out, or are you primarily just working on your own stuff? Um, yeah, I've got somebody uh, I work with. I've got a few people I work with, actually. Um, I've got somebody – I would like to get in a little bit more writing with him, actually, but he somebody's based in um, L.A., and uh, yeah, he's he's done a bit of production on some of my my songs. He's amazing. 
Uh, he did a bit of work on the song that's just released, Angels in Disguise, Demon on Display. Okay. Um, yeah, and he's he's uh, just laid some... Uh, yeah, he's, he's just a really amazing musician. I respect him so much. I'd also like to write with him as well. So maybe I'm hoping to make it to LA. <laughs> um, yeah. And maybe we can do some writing together. That would be really cool. Um, I would like to get to America, actually, and just do some writing with some of the people I work with. So yeah. I'd like to meet them in the flesh and, and write with them and sit down and, and do some recording because that'd be fun. Yeah, yeah, that'd be that's really the, fun. That's the way the world was, you know. I, I, I love to you know, play with, like I said, with bands, guitar players, yeah. and drummer stuff. And I haven't been able to do that for like a year and a half. But um, <sighs> um, the other thing that before we go is uh, we've been, you know, venturing since we did the podcast. We did an online music festival back in July, like three days. Uh, with we, what we did is the idea was um, we called it the Peg Bedroom Producer Festival. And we had guests that have been on the show since 2018 because we've been doing this since 2018. We had like 22 acts over three days and wow. we went all day. <laughs> oh, day wow. Yeah. Well, the first day was like at night because I was working. <laughs> but yeah. I started at like six o'clock and went to like 12 o'clock. And then the next day was like seven in the morning until like 11 o'clock at night. And then seven in the morning until like 11 o'clock at night. So I could get people from different time zones. Because I talk to people like yourself in like Iceland, Norway, and New Zealand, and Australia, and each band did like a bedroom producer set from from their studio or garage or somewhere. They did either live or or taped or YouTube performances for thirty minutes, and I I kind of framed them under this kind of fam electric ghost thing, and so we're doing it again uh, in February. Uh, from the 11th to the 13th. So uh, open invitation to anybody who's on the show. That's the qualification. You've been interviewed by the ghost. Want to want to do that? We, we we're starting to set up the schedule. If you're interested. Great. Yeah. As, yeah. Totally. Totally. Put my name down. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm. You on the details of what needs to be done offline, but yeah. Yeah, that sounds so much fun. Cause um, yeah, that'd be cool. I can. Actually, yeah, I've been actually doing a little bit of um, just rehearsals, getting ready for live um, with some of my some of my new music. So actually getting ready for recording too. I, I'm doing some live videos. So um, I am sort of uh, in the in the process of being. I'm I'm warmed up. You know, like you've got to start a car and let it warm up yeah, a bit. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm like that. <laughs> I need to get warmed up, <laughs> and then uh, yeah. So I'm sort of warming myself up at the moment, and for for actually just doing more music and more proper music other than just programming type of music yeah, we're so. hoping we're hoping in the future could we have a connection in new york to actually do uh when covid is under control to do this peg festival live at some venues in new york city um, oh, wow overall goal is we're working with um some some artists and some labels in new york independent labels that actually were involved in it and um We've, we're going to actually, when we can, actually have like multiple venues when the time wow. where we have bands that can, if they can get to New York or, you know, U.S. bands, but we're hoping to get some bands from other places to actually come and do it. And we'll still do it streaming. We'll still stream it, but but there'll be like a live stage instead of just a virtual like at home stage. But that's the, that's the overall that would, we're trying to do this like four <laughs> times a year. <laughs> that would be that would be so fun. Uh, yeah, definitely put my name down. 
Um, I'm definitely interested. Yeah, that'll be for the online for now, but eventually we'll, we'll oh, yeah. totally. I mean, that's a great goal. I mean, like getting to, I mean, even for me, <laughs> just getting, yeah. getting through there eventually would be huge. Yeah. yeah it would just be cool yeah. to meet the people I talk to. Cause I get to talk to people that I don't really get to meet them. So that yeah, would, you know, that would be cool. Eventually we want to do the podcast where we actually have a place where people come like the way Bruce Springsteen and Obama do it. Like they actually in person. Yeah. They, they do a podcast where they're actually in the room. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We, we, we want to get to something like that in the future too. That's something we're working on. Um, yeah. Cause that's kind of podcasting is where, you know, I've been able to open up a lot of things with it. I've been able to actually do albums, but yeah. Some of the guests I've had, actually, we've gone and done records. Um, but it's just, wow. you, you never know. It's, like, it's just a cool way as a musician to, like, learn about, I'm a fan first, you know. Mm. So when I listen to your music or I listen to anybody who's on the show, it just, to me, it opens me up. Because, you know, as a musician, you need to get inspired. And the, the cool thing about this show is, like, I get to listen to different music, like, all every week, two or three bands a week. I get to hear something I never heard before. And, you know, they say, so what's, what's new? And they say, well, what's new is who I'm talking to. <laughs> You're getting it straight there. Yeah. 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 It's yeah, really, awesome. it, I find it helps my own music um, to kind yeah. of get different feels and different perspectives by talking to musicians like yourself. And, um, you know, the theatrics that you do because you're an actor, that's something I'm interested in. Just because I think every musician, when you do your show, you got to do some kind of stagecraft. You got to, like, you got to get Absolutely. out of Absolutely. And not just be at the board. I'm just going to stay at the board and be stiff. Or am I actually going to do something, you know, more than that to kind of do a show? You know, see, yeah. I think I think Bowie said it's like I could have come out there with blue jeans, but I wanted to be theatrical. So we created yeah. Ziggy. And Ziggy yeah. is not just wearing blue jeans, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, oh, so it, that, yeah. It's it's so much more entertaining if if like rather than just somebody standing there. Um, I just think it's it just to getting out there like live and actually just putting on a performance is ah uh, it's yeah, number one it's, it, yeah, yeah I think it's very it's, important to kind of think about how you present yourself yeah you know and then the, the different costumes you can wear the clothes you wear your makeup you know whether you you have like you know like a dead mouse and like I have a mask I actually have like a a phantom mask it's LED. Oh, wow. LED and the shoes are LED and I got gloves there. Yeah, because it's like EDM trance. That's like the thing. Um, yeah. You don't come out looking like yourself. You come out looking like something else. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, it's it's the idea that you, it's the other me. That you yes. Present because that's the stage you, right? Mm, mm. And that's the person somebody will actually pay a ticket to see. <laughs> yeah, I don't know yeah. To see me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, so I got to be more than me. <laughs> I think every artist mm -hmm. has to kind of when you get on stage, you like when you sing, do you feel like you become like Ezra, that that's the, the music you versus like the day-to-day -day you? Oh man, time stops for me when I get on stage. It's just so beautiful. Everything slows down and I can hear so clearly. I can feel so easily. It's like I can see so well. It's like I become a superhuman. And I feel yeah, I just feel so connected um, in the spirit realm, if that makes sense. Yeah, uh, yeah, that yeah. Totally does. I think, and I'm part Cherokee, so I'm into like, spirit animals and stuff like that. Oh, but, right, um, well. So, yeah, this idea that you can kind of channel that 
you know, when you're an artist that you can, you can, you can tap into that and you become a little bit more than your typical self because you've channeled into like, I think all artists, we channel into the muse, we channel this ether. And it's like, I think the better artist you are, you, you don't put a boundary, you let the, let it come in. Yeah, for sure. I think, the, I think the one thing I'll say before we leave is like Hendrix, one time he was playing with the Isley brothers, right? And he was on the Chitlin circuit. And he used to sometimes get in trouble because he would just go off script and play something that he, and they would ask him, what is that? That doesn't go with the song. He's like, well, I, I had to catch it or I would lose it. Mm. So Hendrix had this habit of saying he was picking things up from the universe and he had to play it because like he would lose it if he didn't do it. So he, he like I read about him. He would, he would like people would get mad at him because he would kind of when he was playing with other band, he was a side man, uh, and he would bring in all this extra stuff that doesn't fit the song. And he was like, "Well, I'm sorry, I had to put it down." <laughs> yeah, well, he's obviously in the moment. <laughs> yeah, and it's like because yeah. he's kind of tapped into that thing. I think that all artists yeah. we tap into that, but he was like maybe extreme version of that. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah. That's awesome. So I, I love having you on the show again. And um, Thank you. Yeah, we're looking forward to, uh, you know, doing the festival in 2022. Thank you. And, It'll beyond. Be good. and this is live on all of our channels. Like I said, it's on Twitch. It's on YouTube. It's on two Facebooks. And we still convert this to Spotify and okay, Apple cool. and nine other audio podcast platforms. So that stuff will happen within the next hour yeah, or wow. like a day or two. Um, and uh, we'll send you the permanent links for the YouTube, Twitch, okay. and um, Facebook. Perfect. Well, um, yeah, I'll put those on my social media too, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, you very you. much. Everybody go to the hyperlink that we have below and yes, go please. out to YouTube. And this, your song is on all the channels, all the streaming services. Right? This song is on Spotify and Apple and Tidal and everywhere else, right? Yeah. Yep. So yeah, go make sure you go to all those platforms, download it, favorite it, like it, playlist it, you know, support the artists you love. Make sure you download, like, subscribe every way you can. Because it's very important um, to not just view it without doing the feedback. Yeah, um, thank let you. People know that uh, as if you the artists you love, you can buy their merch, buy their material, download it, do everything you can. Yeah. Thank you so much. For independent music, please. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Thank Thank you very much for being on the show. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Really appreciated our chat. And uh, yeah, it'd be great to do some live music with you too. Thank you. Yeah.